All right, welcome back to another edition of Baseball Banter. I'm your host, Justin Ginelli. This is our last baseball banter before we get to previews next week as we are just a couple of weeks away from opening day. We are into the start of the World Baseball Classic. Um, Some of the European teams, um, teams like Japan, um, Korea, they're starting their pool play. Um, March 11th, I believe, is the first pool game for Team USA. Um, Some of the North American teams, some of the Latin America teams have been playing exhibition games against uh, Major League Baseball teams. Um, Like, for example, today the Mets played uh, the Venezuelan national team. Um, The U.S. played the Angels, played the Giants last night. So you're getting some of these extra, these exhibition games. I saw um, Puerto Rico playing the Boston Red Sox. Um, As as those teams get set for the World Baseball Classic, um, you kind of had an ex-Met fest last night. Uh, Matt Harvey got the start for Team Italy, uh, managed by former Mike Piazza and uh, Ioannis Cespedes on Team Cuba. Um, you know, it was kind of it was kind of funny today watching uh, Mike Trout face the Angels, um, especially considering it's well he's known his whole career since twenty eleven. You know, being an an LA Angel and you know playing for Team USA. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, we've seen a lot. A lot of the stars um, play for Team USA. M- maybe not. Uh, maybe not so much on the pitching side of things, but um, for sure, Team USA's lineup um, is about as good as as good as it gets. And for anyone who wants a refresher, um, here are some of the players. Um, I mean, you got a great catching tandem with JT Real Muto and Will Smith. You also have uh, Higashioka, Kyle Higashioka as a third catcher. Uh, the infielders, you got Pete Alonso, Tim Anderson, uh, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Trey Turner, Bobby Witt Jr. Um, you got Mookie Betts, Jeff McNeil, listed as an outfielder, although you know he can play multiple positions, play second base, left field, whatever you want him to do. Uh, Cedric Mullins, Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker, um, that's a it's some interesting coaches too. Um, Mark DeRosa is the manager. Uh, Jerry Manuel, longtime manager, uh, ex Met manager that is, uh, is the bench coach. So is former Yankee and Brave catcher Brian McCann. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. is the hitting coach. It's a pretty good hitting coach if you ask me. Um, Andy Pettit is the pitching coach. Luke Hollier is the first base coach. Uh, Dino Ebel, who we've known for a long time with the Los Angeles uh, Dodgers, uh, is the third base coach. Uh, Dave Rigetti is the bullpen coach. Michael Young uh, is the batting practice pitcher. So it, it's a who's who of coaches in terms of ex-ball players. Uh, this is actually kind of cool. You know, the pitching might leave a little to be desired. You really didn't get a ton of the stars um, join. But you got some good pitchers, good veteran like Lance Lynn, uh, Miles Michaelis, um, Adam Wainwright as well. You got Kyle Freeland, um, current Adam Adovino, and Brooks Riley are in the bullpen 
for Team USA. So, you know, Team USA has a, a tremendous roster, you know, a, as they always do. Um, but that lineup is looking um, absolutely fantastic. The, the Dominican Republic, they are, um, they are loaded like they usually are. Um, Gary Sanchez, Francisco Mejia are the catchers. They got Willie Adamas, Jamer Candelario, Robinson Cano, Rafael Devers, Wander Franco, Manny Machado, Ketel Marte, Jeremy Pena, and Gene Segura as their infielders. They got Teoscar Hernandez, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Julio Rodriguez, and Juan Soto as their outfielders. Their DH is Nelson Cruz. Um, and what do they got for pitching? It's a good list here. They got Sandy Alcantara, Luis Garcia, Christian Javier, um, just to name a few. Um, they are, I would say that they are pre- they're pretty loaded. Uh, and you look for some other teams, some notables. Freddie Freeman on Team Canada. Um, you know, not too many, not too many big leaguers are on Team Canada, but Freddie Freeman. Um, of note, uh, Team Puerto Rico, that's always a good team. Um, you have Jose Barrios, Jose De Leon, Edwin Diaz, um, just some notable pitchers, Emilio Pagan, Hector Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman, who was actually on Team USA the last time that we had the World Baseball Classic, is now on Team Puerto Rico. Um, you have Martin Maldonado, Christian Vasquez, MJ Melendez, the catchers, Javier Baez, Kike Hernandez, Francisco Lindor, um, Eddie Rosario, Nelson Velasquez. And that team is actually managed by Yadier Molina. So it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. I always enjoy the world baseball classic. Um, I, I think the World Baseball Classic is tremendous, especially when you don't have it every year, because I do think something like this can get very, uh, it's very stale. And look, it's, it puts a lot of the players right. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of players who are leaving spring training, and are now playing meaningful games in the month of March when they're usually not, and you worry about fatigue late in the year. Um, you know, you, you just hope that there isn't any, but you know that's something you have to factor in, right? We haven't had the World Baseball Classic since 2017. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there there was a plan for it to be in 2020 uh, or 2021, and obviously, you know, with the COVID nineteen pandemic, we got we got robbed of that. But um, you know, at the same time. It's it really is fun every few years to watch these players compete for their country, and you know, look, I'm pretty excited to watch guys like Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil represent Team USA, um, and I'm out of Eno as well. The Mets have four players on Team USA. Uh, I mentioned Brooks Raley as well, and you know, obviously, as an American, root for Team. I'm going to root for Team USA. You know, and I'll, I'll root for my Mets to do well wherever they are, whether it's a couple of guys on Puerto Rico like Edward Diaz and Francisco Lador. Um I was going to say Brandon Nimmo, but Brandon Nimmo decided not to go. 
Um, he was going to play for Team Italy. Um, he stayed, ended up staying back with Mets camp and, you know, focused on being fully healthy for the season. So, you know, I'm going to be pumped up. Um, I will watch the World Baseball Classic if I can find it on. Um, though right now I don't see any, uh, I don't see any games on, but also a lot of the games right now have been starting at like four and 5 a.m. because they're playing some of these games in, uh, in Japan at the Tokyo Dome. So, you know, at that point it's kind of hard to watch those games. Um, but, you know, certainly once we get to the Americas and, and the, 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 schedule will be more catered to our time time zone here in the east coast um i'm definitely into it so you know it for me it beats spring training because these games matter and you know and i think they're more they're definitely important but all you ask is for health because that's what we're going to move into here because you get the yankees dealing with some health issues um namely today with the news that um, Carlos Rodon, their team's number two starter, who signed a six-year, $162 million deal uh, in the offseason to become a New York Yankee, uh, has been diagnosed with a mild left elbow strain, and he's going to start the year on the injured list. Um, As far as we know now, he'll be shut down for the next seven to ten days. Uh, And then at that point, you've got to reevaluate and see whether or not um, the elbow's good to go, but even on March 9th, you don't have enough time to ramp up for opening day. So you're looking at April being a tough, a tough month to see Carlos Rodon pitch in. And that's disappointing because this is a guy you brought in in the offseason to add to the rotation. And other than Aaron Judge bring, being brought back, this was your prized free agent. You know, the Yankees didn't have that busy of an offseason. They didn't make a lot of moves, and you know they 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 brought back Aaron Judge. They signed Carlos Rodon. That felt like the extent of their off season. I mean, they they yes, they made some other small moves here and there, but other than these two, you know that's kind of it. So, where do they go now? Obviously, we knew about the Frankie Montas situation. Um, I, I if I'm the Yankees, I can't count on him at all in 2023 and you have to hope that you know sometime before spring is out um you can get Rodon throwing again that way you maybe put him on track for sometime in the month of April uh, and he doesn't miss too many times but where do the Yankees go in terms of their rotation right now now they got to fill two-fifths of their rotation before the season even starts. And does that bring Domingo Herman back into the mix? Does that bring uh, Clark Schmidt into the mix? You know, who is going to be that guy to step up behind Garrett Cole, Mr. Cortez, um, Luis Severino? You got three guys you could count on, right? And, and, you know, I know they're taking things a little bit slow with Nestor Cortez. He... You had a hamstring injury at the end of last year. Was dealing with it at the beginning of camp a little bit, but you know overall he looks like he's fine, um, and it's going to be there. And 
the Yankee rotation all of a sudden has a ton of questions, right? It, it, it would imagine I would imagine that the five to start the season is going to be Cole, Severino, Cortez, and the two I mentioned, Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt. So, listen, the Yankees have a lot of questions going into this season. Um, they're still a good team. They still have a very good roster, but it's concerning. And I think the AL East is getting a little bit better. You know, Toronto, we'll see. You know, I'm starting to get tired of the, oh, they're going to be really good this year. And at some point, you got to do something. And at some point, you got to expect Tampa Bay to step up. I mean, Toronto to step up. And, you know, Tampa, they're the pesky team that's always there. They seem to have the Yankees number a little bit. I think that evened out a little bit last year, but you know, overall, it seemed like the race had the Yankees' number. We'll see what happens this year. Um, Baltimore's a young up-and-coming team. I'm not quite ready to say they take the next step just yet. Um, and then it's all about beating the Astros, and I don't know if they're better. I still don't know if they're better than the Astros um, yet, and we'll see where they where they end up going. You know, and they'll have some other tough teams to deal with. So Cleveland's a pesky team. Seattle should be uh, much better than they were last year. And they got to the postseason last you know, and won like 90 games. Texas should be a better team. Uh, the Angels will probably hover around 500. So the Yankees really can't, uh, you know, the Yankees can't afford a lot of this, but... I think in the end that I think in the end that they're going they're going to be just fine. So that's the Yankee side of things with the injuries. You know the Mets had their own injury um, with Jose Quintana. Now that one is an easier replacement, right? He's a guy who's supposed to be your number four or five starter. Um, you could you could debate however you want at the back end of the rotation between him and Carlos Carrasco, but. You know, it's all about the top three for the Mets. It's Max Scherzer, it's Justin Verlander, it's Kodai Senga. Um, those are the guys you really are counting on. And, you know, losing Quintana sucks, but, you know, you're, you could roll a David Peterson out there. You could roll a Tyler McGill. Um, because my preference for them when everybody's healthy was to have them starting in AAA so that they're stretched out. And if they're called upon to start they could start and be fully ramped up for starter type innings um and you know i think that's important right you also have joey lucchese as well who i think is gonna start triple a you know because the, the mets don't have a lot of roster battles right now and even if the uncertainty of quintana seeps in and he does have a stress fracture to his ribs it could be a two to three month injury so it's going to be difficult for him to get on track before the all-star break in my opinion um so you really got to count on a guy like david peterson who i think would be a little bit more consistent than tyler mcgill i think tyler mcgill has more potential to dominate um, because I do think he's got the potential to have tremendous stuff um, and, and stuff that plays up to being a, a better overall pitcher. 
but I also think that um, David Peterson is a little bit more consistent and might not give you the flash. He's going to give you the the good enough. And the good enough um, is fine from your number five starter. Again, like I said, that's what Kodai Senga, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, that's what those guys are for. You know, and Kodai Senga, honestly, is a very much a, is very much a wild card. You know, in his first start, he was struggling with um, the new pitch clock. And, you know, I mean, look, it's an adjustment for everybody. But not only is he dealing with that, but he's dealing with the transition to America. He's dealing with the transition to American baseball, the different baseball size, um, pitching on a different schedule instead of once a week. It's every five days. Um, you know, there's a lot of transition for Kodai Senga. You know, and hopefully the transition's smooth. This could go one of two ways early on. He could really get flustered and, and really struggle early or because they don't uh, – because these guys don't have don't really have a book on him, and he could dominate the first month or two until until the scouting report and the book is out. So well, there's one there's a lot of ways this thing can this this thing can turn. So it'll be interesting to see what the Mets do there. Um, obviously, the Mets are not as concerned. I mean, you don't want to see guys injured in spring, but obviously, you could be a little less concerned about Jose Quintana going down as opposed to a guy like Carlos Rodon, who the Yankees are truly counting on. And and they're they're really going to need him. You know, obviously he, you could see that he's got good numbers against the Astros in his career. Um and it's going to be um a tough replacement. So you better hope he gets back. You you just gotta hope he gets back soon. So looking at some of the other new, other news and notes, um, you're looking at some of the, again, we talked about uh, some of the World Baseball Classic stuff. We talked about some of the injury stuff. Um, Bryce, uh, Bryce Harper joined the Phillies in camp a little late. Um, but, you know, obviously he's going to be back uh, a little bit later on in the season. Uh, he still says he's got a long way to go. Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows when he's going to be ready? Uh, my my guess is you probably you could definitely count him out in the first half of the year, um, and we'll see how he is how he is later in the year. Some of the, some of the other things: Korea at Japan is at five a.m. Eastern time, eleven thirty p.m. Eastern time on FS One. Is Cuba versus Panama? So some of the other some of the other games are you know about to go. I don't and I'm not sure what this Tubi is this Tubi television thing. I think that was the thing that was getting advertised at the Super Bowl when the commercial the, it looked like the channel changed and people freaked out. Um, but apparently Italy versus Chinese Taipei will be on Tubi. At 6 a.m. So, 
those are some of the those are some of the news and notes as we you know as we wait um at some of the battle some of the, some of the camp battles will be great um obviously if you're the Braves you are in a new era without Dansby Swanson and who's going to take over at shortstop is it going to be Vaughn Grissom who provided a good little spark not quite the spike not quite the spark that Michael Harris did but he was pretty good himself last year um Will Von Grissom get the opening day shortstop job? Will it be somebody else? Um, so the Braves have some the Braves have some questions. The Reds have announced that Hunter Green is going to be the opening day starter. And Hunter Green's a, a, a pitcher that they absolutely love. And, you know, he's got tremendous upside. And hopefully the um the Reds you know, get to see the talent that is Hunter Green. My one thing I gotta I gotta mention because I'm really really happy for him. Um, Michael Conforto has hit three home runs in spring training, and you know, his swing is starting to look like the Michael Conforto of old. And you know, I know with the Mets he struggled with consistency at times, but you know, overall he was a darn good player. Um, you know, obviously things have changed where. You know, the, there wasn't really the need for him. That they chose not to bring him back last off season. Um, he suffered the injury and missed all last year. But he's look. He looks like he's got his power stroke back. Played defense for the first time since shoulder surgery um, last year. And you know, I'm really, I'm really hoping that I'm hoping he has a good year. I hope he goes over twelve against over twelve against the Mets with ten strikeouts. But then I hope he rake, I hope he rakes the rest of the year. And I hope he has a tremendous season. And, you know, I, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I have uh, zero ill will towards Michael Conforto. Uh, I think time time just can't, time just came, you know. Came and went, and it was over. The Mets have moved on. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So... Coming up, coming up, we are going to start previewing each division as we get towards opening day, which is Thursday, March 30th. Um, we'll start, I believe we'll start in the National League, and then we'll make our way towards the American League. And we're getting ready for baseball season. Um, it's been out here a fairly mild winter, and... We're ready. I'm ready for baseball season. That That's for sure. So here's a quick update on the World Baseball Classic. There's four pools. Um, the Pool A in Taichung sees Netherlands at 2-0. Italy at um, 1-0. Panama at 1-1. The Chinese Taipei at 0-1. And Cuba at 0-2. You have Australia at 1-0, Japan at 1-0, the Czech Republic have yet to play, China at 0-1, and Korea at 0-1. Um, Pool C in Phoenix features... Um, it has not started yet, but it features Canada, Colombia, Great Britain, Mexico, and the United States. Pool D in Miami will feature the Dominican Republic, Israel, Nicaragua... Puerto Rico and Venezuela. 
So a lot of the Latin American countries are in Pool D in Miami. Um, some of the, you know, the North American teams, with the exception of Colombia and Great Britain, are out in Phoenix, Arizona. That's why you saw some of these teams playing uh, major league teams out in, in, the, in the Cactus League. So that's what we have to look forward to. Um, I am, again, I'm just fascinated that, you know, MLB went with the rule changes this year, especially considering the fact that we have the World Baseball Classic and you've got guys playing from other countries where that doesn't apply to them. There is no pitch clock in other countries, uh, and you have guys who are trying to adjust to it in the major leagues, and now they're going out to the World Baseball Classic where there is no pitch clock. So... I think that might have more profound effect on Major League Baseball come uh, April. We'll see if there's any violation issues and whatnot. So far, I, I, I'm pretty on board with it. Um, I think it's going to make games quicker. Um, I know for me, I'm going to have to DVR more Met games because I get home at about 8, 8.30 at night from work. And, you know, I'm going to miss seven innings at this point, right? Instead of coming home in the third inning, which sometimes that, that has happened. Get home at 8.30, it's the top of the fourth or top, bottom of the third. You know, that has happened. So, uh, you know, that's not going to be the case anymore. So there's going to be a lot more DVRing and probably end up watching the game in an hour. If you really think about it. So, all right, that's going to do it for this edition of Baseball Banter. You can catch me on at Friday nights on Sportswire Radio. You can catch this on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a good night. We'll talk to you uh, next week with with the preview show. So have a good night.